0: Hours, maybe days later, I opened my eyes to the daily unusual scent of smoke wafting in my nostrils. Cigarette smoke. What a foreign smell it was drifting through the vents of the hospital. Far-away voices, screaming out obscenities echoed in my ears. I looked around the room expecting to see at least one or two police officers on guard. Hi, I moaned, pushing the hair from my eyes. I'm still here. No handcuffs, I said nervously. Dr. Togorski was staring at me with disappointment written all over his face. Well, young lady, you sure caused a lot of commotion yesterday. I rubbed my eyes, wiping away the blurry lines. Me? I cleared my throat and tried to sit upright, but the effort cost too much, and I collapsed back against the pillows. I groaned. Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to kill her. You need to know she... He interrupted the defense I was prepared to give. You didn't kill Jane, not even close. He looked at me, oddly. You both look equally beaten up. What a relief, feeling as if I had just been pardoned from a death sentence, happy tears released from my eyes. I feel it, too. I managed to grin slightly, in spite of what had happened. I was just so relieved that I hadn't murdered Jane, despite the fact that she was willing to kill me. Even though I was provoked, I was now proven incapable of killing someone under any conditions. I was not a monster like Jane after all. Understandably so, said Dr. Togorsky, nodding. I felt extra nauseous that morning. Why is it every day I smell cigarette smoke in my room? It really stinks the first thing in the morning. Dr. Togorsky glanced toward the door. Well, with 45 patients who smoke and half the staff, it's no wondering you're smelling it. He walked over and closed my hospital room door. Hope this helps. They let people smoke in the hospital? I asked, raising my brows in shock. No laws saying they can't, my doctor simply said. I concluded since I was in a mental ward, they allowed the patients' smoking privileges to help keep them calm. Remembering my horrible reaction to the injection, I lifted my arms in the air and wriggled my legs, internally thanking God I still could. What did you give me in that shot? I felt paralyzed. I assure you, you're fine. They hit a nerve in your upper hip area because you were wiggling around so much, but trust me, the reaction was only temporary. It only lasted for a few seconds, like when you hit your funny bone. I'm sure it was scary for you, but you went under before I could explain to you what had happened. I slept here last night, keeping an eye on you. Thanks, I said. My lips quivered when I tried to smile, showing him a bit of gratitude, unsuccessfully. Just so you know, it didn't feel too funny to me. I stared at him sternly. I wasn't one to hide my true feelings, despite that he went out of his way to show me kindness. He needed to know none of what had happened was my fault. The doctor blinked several times. A sincere expression filled his eyes. I'm sure. I apologize for that. So. Tell me. He breathed deeply into his lungs, then exhaled a long sigh. What came over you yesterday, Brielle? You were doing so well. Your memory was coming back and your body was healing remarkably well. I was so sure of your mental stability, despite your having an overactive imagination. I was planning to release you soon. I don't understand your sudden, unacceptable behavior. Actually... I muttered listlessly, shaking my head in disbelief. Whatever, you're right. I took it too far, but Jane started it. She's a nurse, for God's sake, and tried to push me, a patient in her care, out that very window. I dramatically pointed to the now boarded-up window, shuddering at the thought. What if I had fallen three stories to the ground beneath it? I continued on. How's that for unacceptable behavior, Dr. Togorski? You have no idea what Jane is capable of. I sat up, defensively squaring my shoulders. I think you should know the truth about her, whether you choose to believe it or not.